BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. And today with me is Ashley Maleo. I first met Ashley watching The Real Housewives of New Jersey. And your mom is Jacqueline. <laughs> yes. And I actually first met, met you at Series X and Radio yes. years ago, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, now you're a podcaster. Yeah. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for um, me. Oh my God. This is like so wild. I feel like... You're a woman now. You know what I mean? And I feel like I watched you on TV literally grow up. It's so crazy. And now you're singing in my apartment. This is I know. Bizarre. Well, it's bizarre for me too, because when my mom was on your radio show, I How remember... How was that? Uh, I think it was early 2016, because I think I was pregnant. You were. You were. Yeah. You were. So yeah, that was 2016. Um, right but I remember being I like, fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'll never get over it. That's okay. They rejected me. I'll never you get over it. You shouldn't get over it. Ever. You shouldn't. Never you in a million like, years. Whenever I would think of serious, I would think of Taylor Shocker. I fucking love you. you I'm hear so that serious? serious. For real? Yes. Over even Howard Stern? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this. I'm just, I'm telling the truth. Thanks girl. But um, I remember seeing seeing you there and being like, this is such a fun job. I want to figure out how I can do this because I am not qualified. I didn't do the college thing. So I was like, how else can I do this? And then I found out about podcasting and I was like, oh yeah. You're like, that I could do. That I could do. But then it's like really hard as we were We were just talking about it. So welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Welcome to my home. Yes. Um, I I have so much I want to ask you. Okay. But first things first, I would be remiss to not address Everything that's going on with Daniel Staub. I swear to God, we've been trying to get on each other's podcast for months now. Yeah. And the holidays got in the way and all that stuff. Oh, by the way, check out Ashley's podcast. It's called Making It Up As I Go, which is like totally how I live my life. Yeah, same. This whole shit with Daniel Staub. I mean, what <laughs> fucking perfect timing for me to have you on this podcast. So, <sighs> bitch be cray. That it would yeah. be Danielle. Um, you and Danielle have had beef for, I feel like it's got to be a decade It now. is wild. So, like I was saying, we first, the world was introduced to you publicly uh, as Jacqueline's daughter. Yeah. Um, teenager, I guess, right? How old were you when you first started in New Jersey Housewives or your mom when started? When we started filming, I was 17. And you were a teenager, man. Yeah. You were teenager Yeah, it just like, sucked for me. <laughs> it was like, I was just, it's crazy. I say something about my pregnancy. I feel like leveled me out hormonally or something because- yes. When I was like 17, 18 and we were talking about filming, I just remember thinking about like, you know, the hills and stuff like that. I was like, oh, this will be fun. Like, whatever. Yep. Um, And I was so naive and stupid. Like, I cringe so hard, especially seasons one and two. I cringe. How long were you on the show for? How many years of your life? I was on seasons one through three. And then I was briefly on it. I was in like two episodes or something, I think, on like... I want to say like season five, maybe whenever my mom went out to LA and yeah. I was working in LA, yep. I was on like one or two episodes then. Um, and then uh, season seven was my last season. And you know, it's, it's like I, uh, so much time went by. So like seasons, like season one, it was like my storyline was basically, um, I never did my homework 
ever. And I went to summer school. Yeah. Um, and then I did okay in summer school and uh, I got a car. Cool. Um, so that was fun to put out to the world. That did it, you know. And Twitter was like brand new then. Twitter was like, I had like 3,000 followers and I was like, thank you guys so much, everyone, for my fans. <laughs> and um, <laughs> little did you know, it was like this like, horrible cesspool yeah, of like nasty It was just opinions. growing into like this. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so season two was stupid i was dating a guy that worked at blockbuster i (laughs) i I walked in the posh fashion show and was like very proud of myself (laughs) and and then um and then yeah and then the whole you know the posh fashion show episode happened and uh if for well, anyone who forgot yeah. that's when you pulled danielle Stobbs ponytail which yes. is what we're still fighting about in january of like yes. whatever 9th of 2020 yes and what year was that hair pull that or was, whatever we've that pulled? was in 2010 i think yeah. it's been a decade it has been that an, an adult woman decade. has been fighting with a teenage you're america's little sister she's been fighting with america's <laughs> little sister Who's bratty, but we love her for oh over a decade. God. And you know, I know I can just tell by talking to you. I could tell the, when I met you at Sirius and you were pregnant. I can tell by following you on Instagram. You are a completely different person than you were when you were <laughs> yeah. in high school. But it's guess so who's weird. not? Danielle Staub. It's and so insane. And I'm just insane. like sitting back watching and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I'm just going to try to control my impulsiveness and let, you know, this, the ship sink itself kind yep. of a thing. But, um... Yeah, because that was one of my problems, even up until fairly recently, like when I was still like when I freshly had my son, I would, you know, tweet every now and then little sarcastic things. I'm very impulsive, but I've, I've like honed in on that, I think, pretty, pretty well. In but, like um, the last and like the last like three years, three years. I think, yeah, I've gotten better. I don't think so. You're on the show. Yes. You're fighting with an adult woman. Yeah. <laughs> OK, so to clear the air with that, because. I don't know if you know, because I know you're friends with like a few reality stars, yes. but you know, editing is like, you know, can be crazy. So tell me, no, for real. Tell me about that. Because I will say this people like I've talked about it with the Vanderpump cast and they're just fucking crazy, but they'll say, you know, like it, it, you do what you do and you yes. say what you say. The, the editors can't put that in your mouth yeah. and the producers can't either. But some people, you know what it is? It's not that people get um, badly edited. It's that other people get really positive edited, right? Yeah, that's so you, too. You can't make someone look terrible, terrible, but they can actually make somebody look better than they really are. Yeah. Okay. Like, so I'm trying to, like, so that night, for example, uh, so what you're at the Posh Fashion see, Show, you're yeah. walking in it. Yeah. And you, um, your mom and Danielle were fighting. Because season one, your mom and Danielle were thick as thieves, to use your aunt's uh, famous quote. Yeah. And then um, shit went down. And the, it, season two, they started to kind of fall out a little bit, right? Yeah. Because I'm kind of, now I'm like. I don't fully remember, to, honest to God, what happened with that. I just remember like my end things. Like on my end of things. I remember Danielle. So Danielle Staub's daughter, Christine, signed with IMG Models and yes. she walked in New York City Fashion Week and all that. But Danielle was mad that um, I was walking in the posh fashion show and not her daughter. I was like, your daughter has New York. Like, let me have Wayne, New Jersey, just for a second. Yeah, like Wayne is mine. Like, Wayne, <laughs> I get the Wayne Country Club, okay? <laughs> let your daughter get the <laughs> runway in New York. Um but so for, for whatever reason, that made her really mad, too. And so, like, I know that started, like, extra stuff. Even, like, behind, off camera, that, okay. like, started stuff. She started rumors about me. Like what? Um, that I did drugs. Shut up. Yes. That's, like, the number one new favorite housewife accusation. I'm like, it's, no, she for real. And on the show, she called, I mean, she, you see in one scene when I was walking, she called me a coke whore. I am like, you're refreshing my memory. Okay. Yes. What? And that's what she started a rumor at at my school. She started that with not with the kids, but with the uh, teachers and stuff. So, so, wait, so she was like, what, like on the like in PTA and would be like, she, I don't think so. I would don't think they should let any her near PTA. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I would hope not. But she. Uh, yeah. So I remember that was kind of bubbling. So this is like it's on to the TV, but it's also like you're really in high school and this is really like a, a, like somebody's mom. Yeah essentially or your mom's old friend yeah is starting rumors about you in your high school and i'm like not for nothing i don't know so i've smoked i'm, I'm just gonna i'm gonna be open i don't right. know what's allowed on here i've smoked pot before i've, I've done that it does, it's not for Girl. me i freak the fuck out i can't do it so i can count on one hand the, the amount of times i've tried it that's it other than that i have never even tried any 
hardcore drugs. I don't judge, yeah. but I just haven't done it. And to be called a Coke whore when I'm like 17, 18, I don't know if you remember me that season, but I thought Coke makes you skinny and I was not skinny that <laughs> season. So it's like, <laughs> and for Danielle Sav to call me a Coke whore is just kind of funny considering. Considering that but, she's had a colorful life. Yes. We'll say it's, we'll say that. A colorful life. Yeah. Fill, fill in the blanks <laughs> yeah. as you will. Yes. Um, but so they they prostitution whore yes. engaged nineteen times. <laughs> yeah. I'm quoting Teresa. No, I'll GDJ. quote Danielle. My favorite quote from that season when she's like, "I was home with diarrhea for three weeks because of you." <laughs> That's my favorite. I say that all the time. Oh my god, oh my god. it was I mean really I best can't. TV ever. Um, but so she started these rumors about you. Yeah. So where? So uh, let me acknowledge because I still sometimes will get shit from people. So to put it on the table, I know that I should not have been involved in my mother's fights, but I growing up with my mom being like, you know, she was like a single mom and everything. I was always, my mom was 20 when I was born. Yeah. Yeah, That's young. Yeah. So I've just always been like protective of her and like, you know, fairly, you know, vice versa. So I feel like watching your relationship with your mom, she's your mom, but I do feel it felt very sisterly. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even like still to this day, it's, it's like that, Mm -hmm. but it, um, yeah. So, you know, I just would like involve myself sometimes. I know it's wrong. I've gotten better at well, it. But, 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 but wait, I'm going to stick up for you here because it sounds like Danielle also was like she had an unequal part involved in no, your to- life too. No, 100%. So it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you're fighting with your mom's friend that she's and fighting with, but, the, but your mom's friend is also spreading rumors about you. So that's directly correlated to you. Yes. So that's some, that's one of the things like we would kind of fight about too because then she would just be like well let her talk let her blah 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 you're the child let her da 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 you listen know? I grew up in a really small town I have like oh, I remember like we like my some of my best friends like my mom was friends with my best friend's moms and like we'd fight and then they'd fight I mean I actually think that that's fairly common yeah maybe not to the degree that you guys were fighting mm-hmm. but I do feel like you know like my sister has this fucking little bitch that she, like like <laughs> And if I hope she's listening because fuck you, you know who you are, you little, little bitch. And she was so horrible to my sister growing up. And her mom was like involved, like, like involved in all the like kids bullshit. You know what I mean? It's like it it happens. Yeah, it happens. Uh, Yeah. But uh, so to clear the air, you you were fighting with Danielle because Danielle was engaging with you. Yeah, she was. Okay. Yeah. So that's on the table. And then you're at the posh fashion show and you pull her hair listen yeah. i'm gonna admit something i don't know if I, i've admitted it on my radio show i don't know if i've ever admitted it on the podcast i one time pulled a girl's hair uh, my girlfriend and i <laughs> were at you know that um so we were at the Le Poussin in the city and there's this band jesse's girls and they jesse's girl and they play like 80s covers and they're fucking Amazing. awesome so it's packed always it's like kind of like a concert but mm-hmm. like small at a venue and this girl was just being a fucking bitch and like like I don't know. I felt like she was judging Taylor and myself for being gay. Probably she wasn't at all, but that I was in an insecure moment in my life. And she was also like being rude, like coming into our area and just like pushing and stuff. So I pulled her ponytail and then I ran away. But like, listen, sometimes (laughs) girls pull each other hair. It's a thing that we do. Okay. So you pulled Danielle's ponytail, which is probably made up of extensions because that's how women on TV, you know, look the way that they do. Yeah. And then it that and the hair pull was should you have done it no but then of course in true danielle stop fashion in my opinion she's very overly dramatic yes and she then i believe she like tried to sue you or or she she, she yes. made it a, a big stink out of it yeah okay so okay so the back this is back to like the editing part of the evening so like after the fat the actual fashion show and all that stuff they were kind of like all right, Ashley, like I wasn't like a character right. then. So they were just kind of like, all right, like give us your mic back, blah, blah, blah. Kind of, so I went to like the video village room and I gave him my mic. And then I saw on the screens, they were filming Teresa, my mom and Danielle in the hallway. Kind of like went that whole like, is bitch better scene? That scene, yep. I was in the green, like the video room. So I give them my mic back. I'm listening uh, to like, you know, what's going on. And then like the chaos starts. So then they when they all got up and moved, they went into the room where the fashion show was and then like back 
out and in the middle of all of that all of the screens were static so we only had audio okay so on the audio i just hear people yelling i hear a glass break i hear whatever so i'm like what the fuck so you know because that at that point i was gonna kill somebody right. <laughs> like, that's when i black out because i'm like my mom like right. i know my mom can handle herself trust me i think you guys have seen it yes um so i like i opened the door and I only saw Danielle and Teresa running. I didn't see my mom. Okay. So I was like, what the hell? So then I start running out and then I see Teresa. So I was talking to, to Teresa for a second. She was, you know, doing that like bulldog face when she's like, <laughs> like she's you not know. even speaking English. Yeah, at that she point. was like no. gone. And then I go outside and I don't see Danielle anywhere. And then I saw like the bodyguards or whatever. And she was like in the bushes crying and whatever. And then she got up and that's when I was like, I had, I was yelling at her. What were you yelling? I don't remember. I was yelling something trying to like get her attention. And I and I was just like, who the fuck do you think you are? Kind of a thing. And then I remember I, I pulled her hair again because she wasn't looking at me. And I remember I pulled her hair just to kind of get her attention. And, uh, you know, her, you see like her head goes back and then. uh, Yeah. And then they rushed her to the car. Like that was kind of like it. And then my mom, the scene so my mom grabbed me. My uh-huh. mom pulled me back while I'm like, love and light, whatever the fuck, right. when I was like mocking her. Right. Um, my mom pulled me back and that was the first time I saw my mom. Okay. So, but the way that they edited it is they show me when I was watching my mom like at the car or something like that. It, they put it like backwards because in the scene you see, like I have my bag and I'm like going back inside. But then when I pulled Danielle's hair, I don't have my bag. I don't have anything. Interesting. It was like out of order. Okay. So that's why when I was and like, car- I and thought- chronological order is vi- kind of important, especially for things like that. Yeah. And in the midst of all the chaos and someone's like, oh, Jacqueline got hit and all this. And I was like, who hit my mom? And I'm thinking like, you know, whatever. So people still like to this day are like, oh, you saw your mom before though. I'm like, no, that's editing, but I'm not going to argue that with you forever. Interesting. So then fast forward, what I'm talking to Teresa and them on camera. And I said, like, I pulled her fucking weave out of her head. But that was, again, me just kind of being like hyped up. And a teenager. I pulled her hair. You pulled her hair. I pulled her hair hard. It was yeah. hard. Yeah. But I didn't pull it out of her hair. And I, again, this is me. This I am a petty person when someone really makes me angry. If I pulled her weave actually out of her hair i would have kept it yeah, like to this have. day i would have had it in a frame i would have maybe <laughs> sent it to andy to keep in the clubhouse or something like i would have kept it if i had it this episode of taste of taylor is brought to you by bumbus question how often do you think about your socks eh, probably not that much right if you're like me you probably used to buy them or maybe you still do at the drugstore well i recently discovered socks that are going to change they changed the way that i think about socks forever and they're going to change the way that you think about socks you're welcome they're called bombas I don't know if you've experienced this before. I'm a New Yorker, so I walk a lot all over the place. I try to wear comfortable issues, but like also I want to look stylish. And so I like those like little no-show socks, but I was getting like these cheapy, cheapy ones at the drugstore. And you guys, I can't tell you on how many occasions I have completely ripped through the toe or the side of one of my little thin socks. And it's a day ruiner. It's so uncomfortable to have half your toe in and half your toe out. Well, guess what? Doesn't happen anymore. Thanks to Bombas, they're made from super soft cotton, natural cotton. It feels like kittens rubbing themselves all over your toes. I mean, who doesn't want that? Um, every pair comes with arch support. There is nothing more annoying than the seam of your toe. You gotta like take your shoe off or your boot off and readjust it. Not with Bombas. As if that wasn't enough, they have a cushioned footbed that's super comfy, but it's not too thick because, again, nothing worse than super thick socks. Socks are important. We don't respect socks the way that we should. And now, thanks to Bombas, we all can. My favorite Bomba socks are the low-cut, no-show sock, okay? But unlike my cheap ones I used to have before, these don't rip my toes through. And they come in, like, brown, black, nude, white. They got the whole thing. And, and also, tons of colors. They've got, like, if you're, like, a pattern person, they got you covered. If you're, like, a simple person like me, they got you covered. They got everything and anything. They've got, like, Easter egg packs. They've got, like, patterns galore. And then they've just got, like, simple ones for boring people like me. And then I also love their ankle socks and they're awesome because they have like grip. They have like performance running ankle socks. Yeah, for runners. And then they have performance grip. So like when I start exercising, I can like do yoga in my socks. So give your feet what they deserve. And the best thing is, for every Bombas purchase you make, Bombas donates a pair of someone in need. And I don't know if you knew this, but at homeless shelters, socks are the number one thing that people request. So this is like a major important thing that Bombas is doing. 
So what are you waiting for, people? Buy your Bombas at bombas.com slash T-O-T today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash T-O-T for 20% off bombas.com slash T-O-T. And now to the podcast. So I swear to God, if I had a fistful of hair that I pulled out of her head, I would have kept it. I'm a psychopath, right? I've been admitting that. <laughs> but that's what I would have done. So I know I didn't. I know I did not pull her hair out of her head. So she then had the, the accusation was that that I pulled, pulled it out, out of her hair. head. And she brought, I don't know if you remember this, but she brought a mannequin head to the reunion. I forgot. Holy shit. Oh yes. okay. my God. And I hope, I pray to God this reunion for this season because of everything with Margaret that they, that they show a rerun of that. Yeah. She brought a mannequin head with the beaded extensions and she asked Andy to pull it. So he pulled it and nothing was happening. So then he literally had his foot on the mannequin head and was like trying to rip the hair and it wasn't coming out. So it just like, it was just the stupidest thing ever. But yeah, so, and that was kind of like, the end of it. So, so then, she lost her case. So she tried. She tried to say like she was going to press charges, and yeah, and, and blah, we blah. did go to court. And you did go to court. We did go to and court. What happened? It they, it was like pretty much the, she wanted. It was like a laughing stock. The whole thing was like a joke. It right. was. I was. I had uh, my dad with me, a lawyer. She was there. She was like, I'll consider dropping this um, if she apologizes to me for what she did with blah, blah, blah. And my and lawyer, and, like, yeah, my lawyer was like, not, no, that's not, court. then that's like, yeah, he's like, no. Cause then that's essentially like admitting guilt for you to what? Like, so he ended up pretty much, he did, she didn't, it, I think, uh, the final thing was, um, they dropped everything else. She tried to sue me for like, I think like four different things. And it, it just ended up being for simple assault. Um, the fine was, I think $180, I didn't pay it. <laughs> it was someone else paid it. I did don't, she get $180 or did the state get $180? I think, I don't know. Honest to God, I don't know. We were just like, all right, is today done? We're done? Cool. Um, it went on my record and then it was expunged after three years. Okay. So it's not there anymore. That was that. And right. pretty much like the year that followed that was like when I was really intense on like Twitter and stuff, like hating her. Right. And then I like, I let it, go I really didn't talk about her nothing like that but she was going on and on and on and on and on and on about me my mom whatever fast forward like again like I moved to LA like I didn't give a shit I wasn't even watching housewives the seasons my mom was on that I was on with her I didn't even watch those right. I really didn't um then uh yeah then there's that one season no one talks about with like the twins and, and that oh, one that girl and Jesus Christ yeah like so th that season oh, was that on was, I didn't that, watch that, was, that either he was the worst house husband <laughs> in my opinion ever <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, where was I? So then, yeah. So then, my, and then my mom ended up going back season seven. I ended up going back on and I was like, this is great. Like I, I went to LA, like the brief time they showed me when I was working in LA, that was fun. That was positive. We weren't right. fighting. Yep. I looked like I had my shit together in LA. It was great. Then I'm like, all right, season seven. Wow. Like now yeah, I'm even older. Season. This is going to be my season. <laughs> like I could show everyone like I am not a bitch anymore <laughs> when I you know, want to be at least. And then it's like, you know, I was like, great. And then all this stuff with Teresa and my mom and Melissa happened. And then it was like, I can't help myself with my little comments. And so, you know, again, with Twitter, but on, on camera, I was, was doing pretty well. But yes. on Twitter is when it was airing is when I got a little like, you know, so the reunion kind of came out. I was being a little brat, but whatever. Um, and we're fine now. But uh, yeah, so but then the, and then, you know, we left and then they bring fucking Danielle back on. And I'm like, and she wasn't a housewife, which is, that's, you know, fine, whatever. But she's on. And it just pissed me off because it was like, I don't care that she's on really, but it's like, why are you giving this person a platform to even speak? Like yep. she literally has court doc. It's not like a, he said, she said thing. It's court documents. Like she has, she's had four name changes and it's not like how I changed the spelling of my name. Right. It's, she has fucking names like Beverly, Angela. Danielle, like it's insane. And and then it's like you're giving her this you know she's proud that she's been engaged 22 times. Like she's went on that whole like racist rant. What was the racist rant? Uh something like one of the guys she was engaged to or trying to get on the show recorded her and she was like saying all I kinds of missed this. I have no idea oh how. Oh my god! I don't want to repeat any of it, but I'll play it for you or something. Okay. After. But yeah, she was like saying like horrible things. Yeah, and and it's like and they brought her 
back. And I'm well, just like, she was just on Watch What Happens Live, and she basically said that she's quitting the show. But then Kim D, Kim uh, D, yeah, yeah, Kim D came out saying that's not true. This is a, this yeah. is alleged by Kim D. Kim D said that she got fired and that yeah. she would never have quit the show. And Kim no. D. so and Kim D actually came out <laughs> to your defense. Yeah. So now what happened is on this season, so of New Jersey Housewives, uh, we all saw that Danielle grabbed uh ironically grabbed yeah. Margaret Joseph's hair. Yeah, so that's why this is all coming back again. And so now it's coming back because people were like, How hypocritical of you. Yeah. And I think it was Melissa who said like Ashley did this to you back in 2000, whatever. Yeah. And you like kind of tried to ruin her life. And she was a young woman. Yeah. And now you as an adult woman are doing the exact same thing. But now, of course, in true Danielle fashion, she's like, won't cop to it and say, yes, that is, you know, it's very like all of Vicky Gundelson, you know, like where Vicky's like Vicky recently said on a reunion to Bronwyn, the new housewife. She said, well, I don't like Bronwyn because she cheated on her husband, which, and she was like, we were separated and we have an arrangement. So that's not cheating. And then Andy said to Vicky, you cheated on your husband. And Vicky said, I know that's why. And it's like, so do you hate yourself? Are you going to be mad at yourself? So it's like, I like, it blows my mind with some of these housewives, how like they can literally be, people can mirror back to them. Yeah. They can be watching it. And it's like something happens to them and to the world. They do the exact same thing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, that's not a big deal. Yeah. So of course now this is all coming up. Your name's coming back up. And so yeah. Kim D actually defended you. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. And no, she, I don't. But... She said that she said something. I read an article. Mm hmm. And I, if I if I misread it, I I am sorry. But what I read basically was that Kim D said that um, she alleged that Danielle Staub pulled her own hair out in the car that Kim was driving, basically to Kim G said that Kim yeah. G said that. Yeah. Sorry, Kim D, Kim G. So yeah. many Kims, I can't keep them straight. Yeah, Kim G said Kim that. Kim G said that. And she did that. So she alleged basically that she did yeah. it to herself. Yeah. Which I, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me, but I wasn't in the car, so I don't know. But that's what Kim G said. But And if that's true, then she not only pulled Margaret's hair, but she pulled her own hair. Yes. So she should pay Jersey oh. $180. And really quick, I know this is this is like backtracking a little, but in the show, they showed me talking to the cop. And I was like, technically, I didn't pull her hair. I pulled her extension. I did not say that to a policeman. I'm not. I was very stupid back then, but I was not that stupid. That was audio of me talking to. I think it was Greg Bennett or somebody, and and that's why it's the back of me when I'm talking to the cop and not the front. I would not be that dumb to say that to a policeman. Oh, so they. But anyway, so editing really. Is, so they really do edit out a sequence and put things in that aren't even. Yeah, wow. some, sometimes in like interviews they'll do that too. Like they might be like like Melissa could be saying like can you and and i just thought that was so fucking stupid but she might have been talking about something like her husband did instead of something that Teresa did. yeah so it's like they'll do that sometimes so tell me what percentage do you think of reality television is like it's it was said but like severely out of sequence what percentage is out of sequence yes i would say not uh, not significantly probably 10 to 20 percent but that's yeah it's like but most of it is is on point and like you said they can't like make you really say things you know it's like you're gonna you know they can ask you to say things but you have the option to say it or not so right. it's like but if i said she's act, a, if like, i said she's a fucking bitch and i was talking, talking about, about one person else. versus another yes. person and that was twisted that would be I yes mean, that's massive yeah massive and that's why the reunions matter too and then also the reunion it, you know they, they film all day i know all day for like two or three episodes so it's like all right, that's two or three hours from a whole day, not including commercials. So like, you don't realize how much gets like chopped up. You yeah, know? it's true. But um, but yeah, so with all this going on with Danielle, she, she was on before Watch What Happens Live. She was on some after show that I guess they do now. And she said on the after show about me, she was like, she was like, my head hit the pavement. Yep. She was like, I have six herniated discs blah 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 like she said this whole thing and I was like what and that's what so then I said like some comment or whatever and then everyone is on me now on social media being like uh drop it let it go I'm like dude I haven't fucking said anything she's the one saying everything she's like, I'm so, just responding to it So basically she's now in a bad spot with the whole Margaret so she's trying thing. to make it seem like what I like what I did so, was, she, so she's saying what Ashley did was way worse than what I did to Margaret yeah. and, and so it's and, but it's like but that's like an old fight and it hasn't one has nothing to do with the other yeah and so she's bringing your name back yeah. up into 
the public eye yeah. attached to her again. Yeah. And so you basically said, stop it or. Yeah. Well, no. Okay. So, so then she went on watch what happens live and she was doing that whole, you know, talking about me there, but then someone had DM'd me a series of messages. DMs that, that they had with her. That they had with Danielle. Yes. Um, And Danielle sent them these insane insane stories so i was like what the hell so then i started about you yes and her uh no just me in general she tried to say i have to read it to 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 you or something but like one of them she was trying to say i burned a house down excuse you yes she was like oh she committed she committed arson she did this um she they tried to say that i uh, she tried to say I got kicked out of school, which she that's, that, that's a rumor she tried to start before, too. And I had to get a letter from the school saying that I didn't, which I still have somewhere. So I can prove that that's not true. She said that I hit someone in the face with my school laptop. <laughs> she said she said she drove me to school every day. She tried to say she drove me to school every day and that my mom would slap me if I missed the bus and I'm just like, what? what? Like crazy, Wait, crazy. I have, a, I, have, I have a question. So <laughs> like there's somebody stories. who used to be in my life. I'm not going to say who it was. Okay. But this person <laughs> is literally, I, I I almost laugh at it now because it's so ridiculous. And the, the, the scary thing is people don't know that this person is literally a pathological liar. That's that is from my life. And literally makes up like sometimes people lie but or they exaggerate yeah or they take like something's kind of true and then like you know they like they like build a it's almost like a half truth but like i know a couple people who literally just lie out of literally thin air yes. out of nowhere and it's the scariest shit in the world it is because you because like you don't want to fuck with somebody who just makes makes up lies because people don't think people are capable of just making things out of thin air and so this yeah. one guy that i know he literally is a pathological liar and anybody that knows him as well as I do, I'm like, we laugh about his lies. And it's like, I'm like, he has a serious condition because he literally makes things up out of nowhere for no reason. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the craziest thing in the world. We catch him all the time and we make fun of him to his face. It's not like a secret, but in like you, ha- you are a pathological liar. It is a real condition. Yeah. So do you think, in your opinion, Danielle Staub is a pathological liar? So this is where I feel I have matured in a sense is as much as I hate that woman and I really hate her like a true hate and I don't hate people but I hate her is she the only person you hate yes like truly hate yeah there's other people I don't like but I truly hate her but I also feel like do I genuinely believe that she thinks what she said that 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 happened I do (laughs) yes I think that she I think she is that mentally ill that she believes the things that she tells people so it's like so she she doesn't think she's lying she really I think telling the truth that's what I I don't know but that's what I think I think she thinks that's the truth so it's like like, I could argue with her we're fighting about like um who are they fighting over it was Teresa right and a, oh yeah with the text message she was and, like and she she's like i did like, text you and she's like oh yes you did text me like she remembered but she basically accused dolores of like using Teresa for like money or fame or something that was crazy or like don't trust Teresa or oh it, yes 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 i remember it, that yeah it was basically yeah, yeah. And, and dolores and Teresa have been friends for so long and dolores is like fucking salt of the earth you know yeah and Dolores like i wouldn't fucking say that but like i remember watching it thinking like well, why would Danielle just make that up out of thin air? But it's like, well, maybe, and and she was so resolute in it. And yeah. it was like, and it's like, well, well, it's also like Dolores and Teresa have been friends since they were like younger, like, yeah, younger. And then Dolores has been on the show, even when the seasons like Danielle wasn't on, like she was always around and stuff. Yeah. Like it just doesn't, but that's, if anything, Dolores, if anything, the ways that Dolores would make me angry is that she's nice to everybody and about everybody. Right. Like that's how she would make me angry sometimes. Because when they, when my mom was going through all this stuff with like Teresa, it's like she would still be all like, you know, BFF with Teresa. But then she was like coming to my house for my like gender reveal party that we did and stuff like that. And like, she set up the whole thing and I'm just like, but you're fucking hanging out with Teresa. Like I was getting mad, but then again, that was my hormones. I think. <laughs> but Cause I calmed down since and now we're good. But so I don't think Dolores would, do that you know but i but she is crazy i really she re, I, so so then i put out a tweet saying like if anyone else has dms from her send them my way yeah i saw because i was curious so people started doing that okay. and so one recently from literally a week ago now the story is she had 13 herniated discs oh God, the, well six. the last time i read it was six and but three of them were you oh well now it's 13 <laughs> so how many of those are you all of them i don't know i still oh yeah oh and she needed stitches yeah so it went from that. yeah she needed the, the lots of stitches 
Um, so yeah, it's just crazy how it's changing. So first it but was the hair pull. Then it was, you know, I'll read you the whole message. Then it was weave. Sent. Then it was beads. Then it was, you know, your sc- her, her scalp had needed stitches. Then it was her needed disc. And then her, her head hit the pavement. That was a new development that yes. just start- that just happened right in 2020. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, I, and I'm just like, why wouldn't that be mentioned at the reunion? If that, you know what I'm saying? It's like. But this it's, is the thing. I mean, be, I mean, I actually think you're right. I think she actually believes the thing that she's saying because she is so resolute. And that is a scary, that's a scary thing to be dealing with. Yeah. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Kopari. I have been using Kopari, actually, their deodorant for a while now. And now they're really stepping up their game. So with everything that's going on in the news, the number one New Year's resolution for people is just to like seriously chill out. Well, it's easier said than done. But sometimes it's as simple as taking a few moments to yourself to soothe your body and your mind. And one of my favorite ways to do so is with CBD products from Kopari. Told you they were doing it. Yes, honey. You've probably heard of Kopari's organic, vegan, premium grade coconut oil products. Now they're taking that same attention to ingredients that makes their CBD line the one to trust. I think CBD can kind of freak people out. And you want to use CBD products from a company that you trust. I trust Kopari with my armpits. You know, I trust them with everything else. Armpits are important, people. They're buying very important glands. Kopari products use the only full-spectrum CBD whole plant powder on the market, combined with their famous coconut oil for maximum absorption and ultimate nourishment. Kopari is as dedicated to sustainable and quality sourcing with their CBD plants as they are with their coconuts. So that's good too. And if you've got any aches or any kinks in your muscles, anything that needs relief, truly, their CBD body calm cream, ugh, and recovery balm go on smooth and feel amazing. I moved out of New York to Jersey City. Don't judge me. Uh, But my commute's not that much more, but I find that I just spend more time in the city running around, not going to my apartment and like sitting on my patootie. I'm actually use my time in the city well spent, which is great. I get my steps in. I'm feeling good, honey. The thing is, is that my body is not used to exercise. My body's like, what is this? You're walking so much. We used to be sedentary. And so, and I'm on my feet all day and walking, you know, I'm out of shape. So I'm a little achy. I'm telling you this CBD body calm cream it is the only thing that brings me relief before I go to sleep. It's thanks to that I'm able to sleep at night and not have my achy legs keeping me up all night long. Also, like I said, I've used Kapari's deodorant for a while now. It's great. Um, it doesn't have any scary chemicals. It's natural. It's clean. It smells great. Um, but their CBD deodorant can actually help soothe inflammation and has the freshest herbaceous lavender scent. Also, I want you to remember, it's CBD, okay? Not THC. You're not getting your pits high, people. They're coconut CBD products, so they're not going to get you stoned. They're just going to soothe you and calm you down with some of nature's biggest power players paired to perfection. And hey, if you're going to try a CBD product, you should do it right. Y'all, if you've been wanting to see what all this CBD hype is about, let this be the nudge you need. You can get 15% off all CBD products right now when you go to coparibeauty.com slash T-O-T. That's Kopari, K-O-P-A-R-I, beauty, B-E-A-U-T-Y.com slash T-O-T for 15% off your order right now. Coparibeauty.com slash T-O-T. And now to the podcast. Ashley, to be clear, these are things that Danielle Staub allegedly, right? No, not allegedly. It's, it is... <laughs> I mean, do you, do you have to say allegedly I'm for allegedly your show? I'm saying allegedly to protect myself. <laughs> okay, do you want to say allegedly to protect yourself? Because the thing is, somebody like, I, who knows what people can do with technology these days, right? Yeah. And and we, I, I think we all know when you're in the public eye that like sometimes the fans love to stir shit up or take things out of context and start drama, right? I've experienced that from radio. Yeah. Like I've literally been in fights with people on different radio shows because something, it, it's like a game of telephone and whether the listeners mean to start shit or not or take things out of context or not, they do. No, that's true. I'll, I'll, yeah, okay. I agree with you. So, okay. So, allegedely, on December sixth yes. of twenty nineteen, um, allegedly, Danielle basically <laughs> said, um, uh, "Ashley should tell the whole story, not the one she conjured up." Truth be told, I sustained serious injuries, and then she started, and then she did bullet points. Okay, okay, bullet points. Drove Ashley to school every morning after dropping my daughters off at their private schools. We went to the. By the way, her daughter was in the same school as me also. So, so not private school. But uh, no, it was a it was a private school. But she, I don't know why she's being like at their private school. Why is she saying like you guys yeah, went to different like, schools? Yeah. Um, she goes that she goes. She would she being me. She would call me panicking. Jack would slap Ashley for missing the bus. So I'd secretly pick 
pick her up and drop her off at DePaul Catholic. And you will say to that? No, fucking no. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. I fucking hate her. She drove me to school one time, okay. had nothing to do with the bus. I don't fully remember the reason why it happened. I think she was over having like coffee with my mom one morning or something. And like when things were good right. is when that happened. That was when I was a junior in high school. And after I got my license, I drove myself. She's everywhere. like, she's like a meme in real life drives Ashley to school once. Yeah. And this is what we get. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> she goes, Ashley stayed at my house when her mom threw her out at age 16. First of all, I didn't, we didn't know Danielle when I was 16. So that right there is like, what are you talking about? God. I don't know if she's talking about on the show when my mom had kicked me out, but I definitely wasn't staying with Danielle Staub. I was staying with my boyfriend and his family. And that was a very brief thing. Um, she said I was wild. She said wildly promiscuous and was <sighs> caught giving BJs to boy. Wait, caught giving BJs to boys. <laughs> wait, <laughs> caught. sorry. It's all different. Uh, screenshots uh wildly promiscuous it, and was caught giving bjs to the boys in the locker room i happened to be a huge donator at the parish and the parochial school so i had a good relationship with the priest father michael and sister Anne. i got her out of trouble all but once because she hit another girl in the face with her laptop oh. school assigned like crazy and for the record and first I'm, of all let's talk about blowjobs for a second because yeah. she isn't she the one who on national television yeah talked about this guy she was dating and how she would give him the best blowjobs i cannot like she listen. i mean in my opinion she's wildly promiscuous and we fucking watch Definitely. it all on tv yeah and like listen i'm i'm comfortable enough with my sexuality to talk about this uh, I didn't even have my first kiss until I was 17. So I definitely wasn't caught giving blowjobs at school because I was already too nervous. I had braces until I was like a junior in high school. And then I was just way too insecure to even do anything like that. So again, she's fucking crazy, but okay. Um, let me see. Then she said, uh, Jacqueline shipped Ashley off to live in Vegas with her dad. My dad does not live in Vegas. I have other family in Vegas. My dad lives in Texas. Okay. And she, I did go to vegas but anyway she said um such a rebel jacqueline claimed ashley ashley committed arson and burnt the house down so much more <laughs> who did she send this to <laughs> i can't show you okay fine why why okay so if you can't tell me who why would she send this to mystery person okay so mystery person was Quote, we'll call unquote, them anonymous. Yeah, mystery person was defending Danielle in some comments. So Danielle felt comfortable enough to send this tirade of messages to this person. Um, then this says during well, she still thinks about you. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, I have a question for real. Yes. In like, what do you think? Why is she so fixated on you? Like what happened 10 years ago that she felt so wrong? Because the thing is, you don't hate people like the opposite of love is indifference, right? Like to not care. And trust me, yeah. like there's somebody in my life, Ashley, that I hate so much. I hate her. I hate her. I hate her. I hate her. <laughs> and I wish bad things. And that makes me feel like shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and she wronged me. Not the way you and Danielle have. Like m m it actually makes me feel ridiculous about my hate towards this girl. But you know what I mean? It it's like someday I hope to like get over the hate because then she really th then it's then I'm really over it you know th then I've really moved on because to allow her to get to me still like means she's semi-important to me mm -hmm. I understand why you hate Danielle because it's scary to have somebody tell like literal yeah. lies about you but why do you think Danielle clearly has such an issue with you still like what did what did Ashley do to Danielle <laughs> that makes Danielle like not let this shit go I genuinely have take a guess i really because i feel like it can't try i feel like like it can't just be because of the hair pull thing because honestly even that is there like, something you said about her because you, you did tweet a lot is there something that you can think that you might have tweeted that she felt like so exposed by and also we're talking about a woman who has forgiven Teresa Ju I, judice then judice now who literally flipped a table on her yeah. and called her a prostitution whore engaged 19 times like i mean it's and i love this season somebody called her a prostitute thing was mark and yeah. Teresa's like, that's not nice. I'm like, yeah, Tere Teresa. Yeah. Hypocritical. Okay. So, but what do you think it is? I, I, you never apologized? Yeah. I definitely never apologized and I never will. I think it's wrong that I, and I'm not just saying this just like, oh, it's wrong. I think it was wrong that I like laid hands on her. Right. But 
I'm not going to apologize because I hate her. Right. So I'm just not like, I'm not going to be like, I'm so sorry. Cause you're not hurt sorry. you. Cause it's like, sh- you're saying, sh- you, you know, you're sorry that you did something out of character for you. Yeah. And, and that's the other somebody. thing. And that's the other thing too. It's like, it's one thing if this was like a reoccurring thing in my life, like I was always getting in trouble for like fighting and like, there's like mug shots of me doing whatever, but like that, that's not the case. This is an isolated incident. It was an isolated incident. Yeah. When I was, you know, 17, 18 years old, you know, I'm 29 now. And so, yeah, recently when she said all that stuff and I started getting all these different DMs from people now, like I reported it because like my son is in school now. Yeah, you have a child. And it's like, that was 10 years ago. I just within the last three or four years kind of got rid of that like hair pulling kind of bratty like image of sorts. And yeah. now because of what Danielle did to Margaret, it's right back. It's like right back. And I'm not going to not defend myself i'm saying a lot less than i could be this is the first time actually talking to you Mm -hmm. that i've talked i've had um different gossip columnist people i've had like page six i've had whatever like reach out to me to like comment on it and i just haven't Mm -hmm. um but i'm comfortable talking to you so i'm like i'll talk to taylor about it but yeah i really like haven't said what i could be saying about it because it's just i do genuinely think and I, I, I do love Bravo to death. Uh, I don't know who, I don't know how that works even still. I don't know if it's the production company. I don't know if it's Bravo, but I do think whoever, I think they have kind of taken advantage of Danielle being, they know Danielle is like TV gold because she is like crazy, yeah. but I do feel like she's mentally ill. And I feel like they've exploited that instead of like that. She needs like, help like medication on watch happens live she said she was they asked her about the hair pull thing she didn't fully answer but she basically said she's like um i don't know if it's split personality disorder i don't know if i have split personalities but yeah i'll blame it on that like she basically that's what she said on watch happens live really yeah so oh my god and i know you're friends with darren (laughs) i am friends with darren carp yes i am so for those of you who don't know, that's Andy Cohen's uh, assistant. assistant. Yeah. yeah. And they're very close. I mean, I always say, I always said where you're kind of like Andy's daughter to which she always says to me, ew, <laughs> but I don't know what ew is, but she adores Andy. I mean, maybe she would prefer, I say like a big brother. I don't know, but they're like very, very tight, but yes, continue. Yeah. So poor Darren, I, <laughs> what did you do bad to Darren? I didn't do anything bad to Darren, but I, <laughs> So I'm in, I'm involved with um the organization Best Buddies um and I had reached out to her uh I got her email through like a friend of a friend I got her email and she donated very generously um a meet and greet with Andy tickets to watch happens live to an, for an auction that we did so thank you Darren for that um but after that I had Darren's email and then it came up that Danielle was going to be on watch, watch happens, happens live and I was just like and this is after she had lied about me on the after show and whatever. So I emailed Darren and I was just like, Darren, I'm so sorry to be emailing you. I know this has nothing to do with you literally at all, but I have no one's like email over there anymore. And I just don't get like, like, why are you guys giving her, giving her a platform? And I sent, I emailed Darren. Especially I, I, I can see why you would (laughs) want to reach out to somebody because you feel helpless because somebody is on a platform telling lies about you. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like dead. I'm like irrelevant. Like my mom isn't even on the show anymore. I'm not on the show. Like, it's not like I'm going on a watch happens live. I'm not, I don't have that same platform. Like what if they are lucky enough to tune into my podcast, they can hear my side of the story. It's like, that's not fair. Like crazy pants. And that's basically what I said to Darren. And then, um, did she respond? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love Darren. She's fucking bad. And I felt so bad based on because I that was my impulsive move was like emailing Darren being like Darren what the hell like da, da, da. and then when Darren responded it was like so short and like <laughs> simple and it made me go Ashley you're a fucking idiot like don't ever email her again <laughs> but Darren basically was just like I can't even imagine what you're going through but just stay off of social media I'll be over in a day <laughs> Darren, and that's a great like, advice and very succinct. Stay <laughs> off social media. She's like, she's like, it'll be over in a day. But I'm just like, it will. I get it. But also it won't because here we are in won't. 2020. It will and, and it won't. We're still talking about a 2010 incident. Well, the good news for like, you is that now Danielle Saab <laughs> is leaving in her word. She's leaving Real House of yes. New Jersey to pursue her cooking show because she wants yes. to do things that make her happy. And I know dirt on that. And I just, I don't know if I... 
can say, I think I'm going to say, when does this podcast come out? It comes out in a week. <laughs> in a week. Okay. They, they're recording their reunion um, this week, but I do know that a lot of that announcement had to do with Danielle making threats of different kinds, but mainly self-harm threats. So they allowed her to leave on her terms is what I was told. Okay. Now, I don't want to get in this trouble, could, but it was a very from two was, different sources reported that don't to you reported to me because <laughs> of everything mouths. through their mouths. Yes. Reported to me through their mouths. Two people that were there that don't know each other said the same thing to me. OK, so. I think it's true because they don't know each other and well, they were telling me that that's what was happening. As a viewer, I would assume also they're like there. I, I have read, I read mm-hmm. an article that said that there actually are like, um, like parts of their contract that say that they can't lay hands on each other. Mm-hmm. And if they do, then production is allowed contractually to, you know, get rid of them. So she pulled Margaret's hair. I mean, dumping water is yeah. an aggressive move. Yeah. And people have thrown glasses before I know, it, but like, Putting your physically touching somebody, that's when you can cross the line, flipping yeah. the table. It's not touching. And in Margaret's defense, before she dumped water on her head, at least from what I watched, mm-hmm. Danielle was like chest bumping her. Yeah, Did you see that? She was getting space. very close she and she was saying space. very like, yeah. I, listen, so. I've pulled hair. I've thrown, a drink at pe- <laughs> I've thrown drinks at people, yeah. plural. So like, I am judging none of that. Yeah, you know? I've pulled hair too. And I'm on Margaret's side, not just because it's, it's I Margaret. Am, I couldn't be more like, on Margaret's side. I am yeah, so team Margaret on this. I am Not even too. a question. Yeah, because it's and it's like the impulsive move from Danielle, if she's going to blame it on the impulsiveness and the anger was when you took her purse, you opened it, you dumped it in that like candle or whatever it was. That was your impulsive move. Yeah. But then you literally were like, oh, I can't help myself. And then you like yanked her hair. And well, she, said, she said that Margaret was holding onto her arm so she didn't get as hurt because she was holding onto her arm or some bullshit like that. Um, I don't know. Well, this it really is crazy. I mean, but so and then, and then I'm I get stuck because even like I don't know if you saw my face just then, but even like talking about it, I then get nervous because I'm like this girl's like she's crazy. So then I get nervous saying too many things. In my opinion, yeah. yeah. So it's like I get nervous saying too many things. Not that I'm like afraid of her, no, but no, no, it's no. like someone that can lie like that and Scares does things. You. It is. It's scary. Yeah. So it's just kind of like I don't want to invite that in my life. And I I will say this about. Danielle, I feel bad for Danielle in the sense of I do think she's someone that because of whatever happened with her upbringing. Yeah. I feel like she hasn't had the right kind of support system to be like, let's try to get you the help that you need. Right. And I feel like instead it's been a lot of like, I'm going to cling to her because she was on TV and like, okay, come do come film this and be this character that we need and come do. And then she's just like hungry for that kind of attention. So yeah. I do feel bad for her in that sense. Cause since having a, a baby, it's like you, you start to just realize things, even with your own like upbringing, you yes. start to realize like how much these little things affect you. And if even in my own life, little things that have like affected me and I can't imagine how I would be going through kind of some of the stuff that she went through. Right. So I do feel for her in that sense. I do feel bad in that sense for her if you could if you said sorry to her right for the hair pull because if that's the thing she can't let go yeah pun intended and uh, like would you and if you said sorry and she would stop the shit would that be worth it to you would do you think reaching out to her and apologizing would be worth it to just like yeah i've I've been like very like like i said i don't i don't like her because i do feel like she's at an age even if she is a little like I said, I do feel like she genuinely needs like help of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like she she's at an age where she could make that decision for herself to go get. I feel like how do you not know you need help? But also, I don't have a problem like that. So it's like I can't really speak for that, you know, but I, but maybe her daughters could help her. Maybe someone can get her help. I don't know. But so, so I still don't like her, but yeah, like what you're saying, you feel, I would she, be, I, I think would you feel apologize. she's dangerous to you, your reputation, and maybe even beyond. That's like that, that I think that's why you don't like yeah. her is cause you feel, we don't like what scares us and what we feel threatened by. And yeah. I think you don't want to admit it because you know, you're like, I'm not scared of you, but there is a part of you that's like, I'm scared of what she'll say, what she'll do. Yeah. And I can't, you know, I don't know what, what, how she's going to respond. And that's, yeah. And I just don't want like, like, I don't see the need for her to be saying all these things. Anything I've ever said about her might have been like 
bitchy and impulsive, but it was like facts. Like you can Google her and it's like, it's not just like, oh, I Googled you. And if it's on Google, it's true. It's like it, you can Google her court documents. I mean, like right. it's, that's true, you know? So it's like, it's scary stuff in the court documents. And I've seen what she's done in my life. I've right. seen now what she's doing in other people's lives. So it's like, she is like scary in that sense. But I do, there, there is a part of me that I feel for her in ways that I didn't feel for her even like a year ago. Right. Like, honest to God, like even a year ago, I didn't have the same kind of sympathy for her that I do now. Compassion is a great way to like forgive and let go. And I have to remind myself of that still because when she's on Watch What Happens Live doing like the, uh, the like, oh, Jacqueline and whatever, 15 minutes, whatever she was saying. And then she was like, oh, I can't even remember the, I don't even remember fully what she said, but she essentially was trying to like poke the bear doing whatever. And I just want to be like, and like go off. But right. then I have to remind myself like, no, she's not like, She's not well. <laughs> like she's, you know what I mean? It's really just, and yep. I, it does make me feel bad. That's a good, that I really, mean, really does. Because happy people don't want to make other people unhappy. They just yes. don't. Because that's sure. even things, because like I've gone to therapy and things like that. And I've even realized things What percentage from, of, of, of therapy has been devoted to Danielle? For real? <laughs> not, not a lot. No, not I go lot. more into like different stuff. Yeah, no, not Danielle. <laughs> 5%? But sure, 5%. We'll 5%. give her 5%. <laughs> But like I've gone to therapy like I don't think there's anything wrong with I love therapy therapy. Yeah, I think I admire people who go to therapy and talk uh, like admirably about therapy Yeah, it's important everybody if you're a human being if you need a license to drive a car You should have (laughs) you have to go to therapy. It's it's, it's, it's like a license to be a human. Yeah, it really is It's a license to be like we have insurance right human school Yeah, it's it's like it's 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 a part of like if you're gonna take space upon this earth It should be a law that you have to see a therapist. Yeah, it should be a fucking law and not to name drop but Brian Austin Green was on my podcast and I love Whoa. him. Oh, I love him. But we were talking about therapy and he he said really good points. Like he was saying like, you might go to therapy and hate it, but that might mean you just didn't meet the right therapist. Like you have to find someone. Yeah. It's like you have to find a balance between someone that's not just going to like, yes, you to death and like coddle you and someone that you hate. You got to find someone that challenges you enough for growth. Speaking of mental health. Yes. <laughs> would you ever, if asked, be a full cast member on Real Housewives of New Jersey? No, I 100% would because you're just <laughs> dumb to not. Like it's a stressful, it is a stressful, toxic situation. But you know what? It's like three months. It's a good check. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's a great exposure. Yeah. Especially if you have a podcast to promote. Oh my God. Or anything. Yeah. No, I would totally do it. And I remember, what well, I remember, I found this out like two days ago. Two days ago, someone, I won't say who, was telling me that they're looking for some fresh blood. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Rumor they were looking it. for some fresh blood. And I was just Up like, in these Jersey streets, yeah. the rumor is. Yeah. So yep. then, so like for a second, part of me was like, oh, like I would do it. What the hell? No one's even asked me. And then another part of me was like, Ashley, you don't live in a fucking home like they do. Like <laughs> I would be like, no, like if they did like the real, like, I, I don't know. Well, Kim Zolciak <laughs> from Atlanta lived in like townhouses. No, and yeah, that's true. Which I know, season, for. season one of Real Houses of OC, Joe was like, yeah. she was like 23 wearing maid costumes for Slade. Yep. And Lori was in a townhouse. You got it. So who knows? So man, Ashley, but, um, right here, right now on Taste of Taylor, are you saying, <laughs> hey, casting, if you want to cast me on Real Housewives of New Jersey, I'm here for it. No, yeah, no, I'm, I think they know that. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very vocal. <laughs> so I was going to ask you, do you feel like, like, do you wish your mom hadn't joined the Real Housewives or do you like that she did? Do you like that you had that exposure? If you could go back in a time machine and your mom was asked to be on Real Housewives in New Jersey, would you want her to say yes or no? Yeah, I'm definitely glad she did. I just wish I was in a different mental state at the time. Like when we first started filming, I was going through a lot of like my own personal stuff. You were a teenager. If there was yeah. a fucking camera when I was a teenager, <laughs> I was a monster. But I I had, I was like very angsty and I was very like, I had a lot of like misplaced anger. You were very emo. And I, I kind of was, yeah. <laughs> but I had a lot of misplaced anger. I was really naive. Like it really, like I, I was watching back episodes because Hulu has reality television as you've heard. Yes. And um, so I've been watching, like I was watching old seasons and it's so crazy because it's my life. But I, it's like I, I will watch episodes from like seasons one and two where I don't even remember like filming that scene and I'll hear certain things I say and I'm just like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> like there was an episode with something with like my cousin Lauren and something about something to do with me with 
art or designing stuff. And I said something along the lines of like, oh my, something like, well, if I did it as a job, like, I can't even remember what the quote was. It was just so fucking stupid. I was like, I was like, you're a moron. Like, you are an asshole. Like, you're just an asshole. So that's how I feel. And that's why I'm like, being on the show, I've gotten a lot of great opportunities because of it. Like, there are things that I know I wouldn't have done otherwise. Or maybe I would have, but probably not. But, you know, really cool opportunities. Um, I've gotten certain jobs because of it. But I've missed out on a lot of things because of it, too. Like, people definitely... Can you say... What? Yeah, like, there's just been certain things. Like, the biggest... Like, certain job, Like, basic. Like, I... uh, I didn't go to college. So a lot of the jobs that I work, it's, you know, I'm a makeup artist. So I've gone on job interviews for makeup. And if anyone follows me on Instagram, like not to be cocky, but I'm, I'm really good, especially with special effects. So I know like, you know, and I'm a good salesperson. So I know like I'm qualified for jobs like that, but I won't say the brand because they are a big brand, but like I, I went through three interviews and then I got to my final interview with them and she was literally like, you look so familiar, like in the job interview. Stop. And then, I, yeah. And then I was like, oh, I don't know. And because I always try to like beat around the bush if they don't just flat out say it to me. Right. And then she got it. And then like her demeanor kind of changed. And then so that made my demeanor kind of change. And then it was just like so awkward. And then I ended up not getting the job. And right. then there's been other little things like just not taken seriously. Like I, you know, one of my jobs out in L.A., I got to do like red carpet interviews and stuff like that. And it was just certain people kind of like, what the are you doing here kind of a thing you know and it's yep. like so that sucks um because I feel you know like I said that all that stuff it was when I was like 17 18 uh 19 was that last season when it was like that family intervention I had my like yellow blonde hair and I was yep. like that one was a crazy time that was the probably the craziest time in my life um and it's like that is still stuck to me now I'm gonna be 30 this year and I have a three-year-old and it's like that is still like what people think of me and it's just like so that sucks, but I wouldn't trade it because I do have a platform of sorts that yep. other people don't have, you know, and like, you know, like I was like the thing for best buddies. Um, we got part of that package, you know, Darren helped with that. And then we got some of the signed books and all that stuff. And I was putting stuff out there on Instagram and, you know, so like that package raised like $3,000 and like, so things like that. I'm like, I don't know if I would have been able to do that if I didn't have a platform of some kind or right. got, you know, and so things like that I like. But, but yeah. there is, there's good, but there's also bad. Yeah. If you were a real housewife of New Jersey, who would you be friends with and who would you fight with? With the current cast? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like even, okay. So I recently, this past year, reached out to Teresa and Melissa via text. Uh-huh. Um, and I kind of just like apologized for all my, because they never did anything real to me. Um, it was always between them and my mom and my stuff to them was just kind of like comments like, oh, you're a bitch. You look like this or this, whatever kind of a thing. So I apologize for being like stupid and immature. Um, So I heard back from both of them. Oh, really? Yeah. I heard back from Melissa. I heard back from Melissa almost like right away. And she was, she had a very nice response. Teresa, I didn't hear from for like, I think it was like two or three weeks. I just, I thought I was never going to hear from her and I didn't care because I was like, I spoke my piece. If I don't hear from her, I don't hear from her. I did. I apologize. Well, for both. It was for both because again, as my son gets older, I start to like see certain things and seeing the girls, like how everything they were going through with Joe, like I felt bad being like that I was adding to that in any way. Right. So I did, it wasn't just for me in that sense. Um, So yeah. So I reached out to uh, both of them. So like we're, we're good. I'm proud. So to say back very, very brief, very I'm short, like quick, whatever. Um, but Thanks. it's, you know, she wrote back K period pretty much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. But so, uh, so, but back to on the show, I feel like ironically, she might disagree. Ironically, I feel like I would get along with Melissa because I know we used to. So I feel like if put in the right environment, we would definitely Dolores and I would get along Margaret and I would probably get along. Jennifer Aiden was on my podcast. She is. Have you met Jennifer I've heard Aiden? She's fucking fantastic. I have not met her. I've heard she she's is. Amazing. She. I cannot. Wait. I hope she's around next season, and I hope eventually that like tide shifts for her and people can see the other sides of her because she is great. She I really I've, I've is. Heard so from reliable sources that she is like she's the so fucking sweet. Best. Yeah, she's great. She's sweet and she's funny and fun. Yeah. Yep. So um, I haven't met Jackie, uh, but I like that she holds her own. 
so I feel like the only person I could say I would like fight with would be Teresa just because I know she doesn't really like let things go uh, and yep. everyone and everyone else I pretty much get along with I think unless I haven't been the only people I've really been around is like Dolores just for so long and then Melissa so I can really only vouch for them but the others I, I know I like you know does like your Margaret. mom miss being on the show I don't think so she's like happy to move on from that part of her life I think it's it was such a big part of her life that I think it'll always sort of be part of her life just because we like she knows everyone on a personal level and then it, you know you're invested to a degree but um yeah I don't think she like especially now like they're you know they're in Vegas it's like good weather and like like bitch like she's just like she she's like okay we're gonna move to new jersey okay bye 20 years later like pretty much like bye see you later You're like mom you took me to jersey i know you went on the fucking house and i had to go and get pregnant now i'm stuck here no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> um so we're gonna do a little bit of a podcast swap so we're gonna yes. be talking about like your relationship yeah. <laughs> being a mom and all that stuff on your podcast um i'm gonna end this here even though i could talk to you forever actually yes. you have to come back because i, I like i once to. talked to you about being a mom and like the mistakes your mom made now what you're trying not to make so you have 100%. to come back on the podcast a million percent i will um but this was fucking fascinating yes thank you for telling me all the things you told me <laughs> I hope I don't get in trouble for anything. I, I'm with you. I I, I promise you, I, I don't want to, I don't want this to be a gotcha. I like adore you. I think you're fantastic. Yes. No, listen, you were just saying, you were telling your perspective of the story yes. and it was all your opinion. Yeah. And you were allegedly in your opinion as a blanket statement. And if I had a Bravo contract as a housewife, I would maybe be more inclined to be more quiet, Whoa. but I, but I don't. So therefore <laughs> I'm going to speak about it or email Darren. Yeah. Or email Darren. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Darren. <laughs> I will deliver that message to you, you or to her from you. Like, sorry, I'm annoying. Darren. Ashley, you're the best. Thank you for joining me. You guys make sure to check out Ashley's podcast, making it up as I go. Follow Ashley. Not that she needs me to tell you because she has so many fun followers, <laughs> but Ashley Maleo. A-S-H-L-E-E-M-A-L-L-E-O on Instagram. You are the best. And now let's go over to your podcast and continue the conversation. You guys make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Taste of Taylor. Share with your friends, your family, please. That's how you pay me. Uh, We'll be back next week. Oh, follow me on social media at Taylor Shecker. Bye, girl. Bye.